What's up, everybody? This is Madeline from the Embrace the Madness podcast. I'm super excited to be here. This is my first episode of 2022. And to be honest, I've really been missing it. I think this past year for me was just such a, I don't even know what the word is I'm looking for right now, but There was a lot that I realized about, I guess, creating the podcast and it took me a minute to realize like, yeah, you started the podcast right before the pandemic. So of course you had all of this free time to record and to plan and to create content and now it's, I guess, a little over, I started in 2019, so a little over two years. But I mean, yeah, I was unemployed and now I'm working nearly 35 hours a week. So it's okay that I have not been able to work on it. And it's okay that I, yeah, I just, you know, the perfectionist starts coming out, that voice inside you starts coming out and you're like, oh, well, yeah, you're a shitty podcaster because you haven't posted anything for... Uh, months now or weeks and you know it just it just starts spiraling so I've kind of been having to like have a sit down with that voice and just be like look dude a lot's changed I'm a changed woman it's like I've had my face blown like fire you know Uh, I don't know if I'm creating the visual that I'm thinking of but it's like I've got like uh like smoke soot on my face and like my hair's like tips are burnt off but that's how I feel after 2021. And I wonder if you do too. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It was just like, it's so hard because you can't even compare it to 2020. I almost was going to say, well, it wasn't worse than 2020, but it like, it had its moments. And I think that, yeah, I just don't even know that I could, comp- I don't think we can compare anything to 2020 just because <laughs> that was just its own <laughs> It was in its own category, but 2021, I think, also was too. But I'm just very thankful to be here and thankful to be recording. And I wanted to talk today about kind of this like letting 2021 go, moving into 2022 energy because I've just been, I've just been reflecting a lot. Um, I guess before I get in, shout out to Michael. He is one of my Patreon subscribers. He is awesome and I love him. So shout out to you. Thanks so much for subscribing. If you want to be a Patreon subscriber too, you can go directly to patreon.com slash embrace the madness, or you can go to my website, which is www.embracethemad.com slash Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Or you can just go to embracethemad.com and you'll find, um, the little Patreon button at the top. But yeah, if you haven't been able to check out my website, it's just a little mini portfolio of what I've got going on in my life, all the different creative outlets that I create content for and yeah, just cool stuff. So I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, But yeah, I wanted to talk about the obvious lessons that 2022, I mean, sorry, Jesus. There's just so many 20s now. And I'm just like, I just am tired of saying 20 at this point. 20, 21 had a lot of lessons. And I think it's a good habit that I've been creating 
I guess I started last year or I don't know, just making it really intentional that I'm reflecting on my past year. It's kind of like if you were, I don't know, in a company and you're like, yeah, it's time for your year review. I think it's really important to be able to look back at something that you have done or created in an objective way and look at what worked and what didn't work so that you can plan to either do something differently or change routes or yeah, figure out what wasn't working and maybe trying something new that would work. Um, so yeah, it's been a really helpful habit (laughs) out of the two years that I've been doing it, but it just really gives me perspective because we can like cognitively think about, well, I just got like really close to the microphone and like kissed it. We can like recall 2021 and if it was like an image in our brain it would just be kind of like this dark gray charcoal cloud but I think that like our brain likes to create this like this this one thing that can be retained when we like think about it if that makes sense I'm kind of like getting like cognitive psyche but our brains have this tendency to generalize ideas just for the sake of efficiency and like hopefully I'm making sense but I have to be conscious to remember that 2021 yes can have a place as like a dark gray charcoal cloud but I think there was also a lot of healing that happened and I'm just talking about my personal experience at this um, moment which I also understand to be part of the collective so anyways I'm gonna share my uh, perspective and my year just to create reference um yeah there was a lot of healing that happened there was a lot of transformation that that happened there was a lot of grieving that happened there was a lot of yeah just I I mean just even looking back when I was um looking at my I was kind of trying to do like a financial review as well but I didn't have a job two years ago. Me thinking about like last New Year's, I was just in such a different place energetically. I was lost. I didn't really know what was going on. I was scared because I didn't have any income other than the Patreon, which again is something that I realized that I created as a way to help (laughs) me supplement not even supplement, just to be my source of income because at that point I had just been so burnt out, (laughs) so burnt out by not doing what I really wanted to do and so burnt out from like putting all this energy into helping other people's dreams come true. And I was just like, but I didn't know what the other side looked like. I didn't know what the alternative was. So, I mean, you can imagine what it's like to, it just, it's just bleak. There's no source of income. We're like pandemic deep. Like, I mean, we were all bleak last January, but it was just so powerful for me to think about a year ago and think about now and just be like, holy shit, (laughs) like, I feel like I just went to war and got home from war. Like so much has changed and I have changed so much. And 
I just learned so many things and I wanted to get into those specifically, but I totally, if you haven't already done your reflection, I would totally recommend it if you like journaling or if you like arts and crafts and just kind of like expressing yourself that way. Um, There's something so powerful in reflection and I think that I'm not sure if that's just like a personality trait that I have or enjoy, but it really helps me to create meaning. And I think that creating the meaning is what helps me, you know, feel like I have some sort of control or sense of what's going on in this world. So it's a powerful practice. I, yeah, couldn't recommend it enough. So yeah, just really just getting my whole brain wrapped around that, like wrapped around how much has changed and what I kind of felt either triggered that change or was a powerful foundation to set me up for success for change and growth. Um, But yeah, a lot, I keep saying a lot happened, but it's because (laughs) it really did. Like on so many different levels of my life too. I think I I have, if you know me, I have so many, so many things going on. Like I, I DJ and I'm trying to write music and I have this podcast and now I have this Patreon and yeah, there's just, it's like, instead of like one thing, there's like a million things. So being able to see my growth on all these different levels is just, that's another powerful thing too, because And I think it's probably all in tandem. It's all interconnected somehow because I know that if I, you know, engage in personal development, that can only help me in my career or in my business related things. Um, It's also so weird saying like business things because I've never like thought of myself as a business person or entrepreneur or CEO or any of that stuff. But I mean, I am essentially, I have business expenses and business income. So I mean, I'm just gearing up for tax season, if you know what I mean. So, (laughs) so yeah, I will definitely be referring to myself as a business person, entrepreneur, because I guess that's what my career path is. Um, So stick around while I learn how to embody that and share my experiences with y'all. So let's get into it because that was a heck of an intro, but I kind of want to, yeah, there's a lot that's also I've reflected on too over the past year in terms of podcasting and staying consistent and what, how to stay consistent. And so I'm hoping to implement a lot of this in the new year and I another big thing is like well I'm probably I'm actually getting into the 2022 intentions when I should be (laughs) reflecting so we'll get back into that um I should probably make a note so I don't forget to talk about it but um yeah so I kind of made a list and I guess actually too that this started with I said that this was like a two-year habit but thinking back, this was actually my first um, madly in love blog post, if you have been around that long. And it was um, 
I think five things I learned in 2015 or 2016 or something. Oh, five things 2015 has taught me. Um, so that was cool. I think I'm probably channeling that energy because yeah, I, and it could be just like me geeking from like literature class when you have to create some or uh, identify themes and symbols, but I do think they're powerful for creating meaning and we have to create our own meaning or we're going to go wild. <laughs> okay. So let's see, how many is this? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I wrote down eight reasons and I mean, eight is arbitrary. Um, there's probably a million other reasons to <laughs> attribute to 2021 or lessons. Okay, so the first um, lesson that I learned in 2021 was to trust yourself. And I think that, but when you get to the point where you understand what it means, you understand how simple it is. We just kind of add a lot of fluff and, you know, obstacles <laughs> for our success. But what I mean when I say trust yourself is kind of this idea that I share and that I've really been getting in tune with and probably can dive deeper. I want to do like a kind of evolution through my spiritual journey, going from an atheist to agnostic to kind of like, how would there not be some higher consciousness at play? But yeah, this idea that I am learning that we have all the answers inside of us. I think as byproducts of the higher consciousness, we have that innate wisdom and that intelligence inside of us we might not be able to perceive it since we are only humans with our human perception but I think it's important and powerful to know and to trust that you are the only person that knows what's right for you and it's something that up until this point in my life I wasn't doing I wasn't trusting myself I was doubting myself I was, yeah, I, I I had grown up not trusting myself, not, you know, understanding that I am smart and I do have this intuition side of me and I do really, you know, I mean, and I don't even have to explain it because it's not like, it's not like I'm trying to convince you what I already know to be true. I just know that me on an individual level learning to look back and just have this level of trust in myself, knowing that I can do anything has helped me. And I think that that is a really powerful lesson to share with you all because I think we only we as like a soul or person really know what the world is like from our perspective. And so it would make sense that only we really knew what would work for us. And I mean, this also gets into kind of like the philosophical, more existential things of like, well, maybe we were created to 
I don't know, trust ourselves to learn how to inhabit this human body to really just like see the world and the universe from these eyes and get to really know and deepen and strengthen the heart through the whole journey. And I hope this is (laughs) making sense. Let me check and make sure this is still recording as well. All right. Well, we're still recording. Um, my computer just looks like it's like um, kind of glitching, but we're all good here. Um, okay, getting back into that. Uh, yeah, it might sound like gibberish, but it's like one of those things like you'll get it. <laughs> the girls who get it, get it. The girls who don't, don't. <laughs> That's a TikTok reference, but Yeah. And trust, I think, is just this ever-evolving ever relationship that I have um, because it's really something kind of connected to faith and me growing up not really having, like, a spiritual identity really didn't develop faith until I got older. But I had to embody a lot of this DJing and performing at Mempho. And, like, I had to trust that I was equipped with the skills and equipped with the knowledge and the wisdom that got me to this moment. And so I know that I can do it. I think I'm still embodying the ideas that I am intelligent and I am smart and really just knowing, knowing innately those things because I think that's something I'm still having to reaffirm for myself. But when you take these risks and you take these big leaps kind of into this dark abyss, you have to trust yourself because you are going to go crazy with anxiety. You're going to be filled with doubt and you just have to kind of surrender and say, well, I trust myself. I choose to trust myself in this moment and it's really uncertain and I have no idea what the hell is going to happen, but that's when the magic happens. It's one of those things that it's like, I can try to put it in words, but really embodying is the only way you truly like know what I mean. But like I said, I think that will be like an ever evolving conversation trust and really deepening that. Um, That's also getting back to 2022 intentions, but trust yourself. Even when it's hard, you have to, (laughs) you have to, that reminded me of chop suey. You want to do. Um, number two, nothing is permanent. And this was something that was so fucking hard for me to wrap my brain around a year ago. When I was talking about a year ago being like bleak. When you are in like such a shit show like that, like you're just like in it when you're depressed, it feels like this is going to last forever. Forever. And it's so hard because time is this thing that like it feels like it stretches and contracts like depending on where we are. Like, you know, if you're like at a boring meeting, the clock cannot move any slower. But if you're like having the time of your life with someone you love or with your child or like time, time flies when you're having fun. So it's like this weird idea that when we're 
It's like when we're having a negative experience, time dilates. But when we're having an awesome experience, time contracts. I think dilates means gets bigger. People's dilating. Dilating, 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 dilating. I'm looking it up, by the way. Looking it up. Uh, make or become wider. Cool. Okay. I just wanted to make sure I was using the right words. Um, but yes, I remember thinking I'm going to be broke forever. I'm going to not have a job. I'm never going to have income. I'm always going to feel this shitty and I don't know when I'm ever going to get it or understand what I'm doing here or why I'm here or what my purpose is or what's going to make me happy, you know, all these things. And I think that's when our anxiety really starts spinning. And it's something that you cannot realize until, you know, retrospect, when you are looking back and you're like, damn, like I literally thought this was never going to be over. And if past me in January, 2021 knew what January, 2022 would feel like, I would stop worrying, you know, like I've done a whole three, wait, 180. That's when it, okay. Yeah. A whole 180. And that's something that you can't know without already seeing it. So this is like that reminder to you, if you are in, you know, not a good spot, if you're struggling, if you are wondering when shit's going to start working out for you, just trust that it's going to happen because nothing is permanent. Anything can change. Anything can change over years. Anything can change over days. Like the, like the day before and the day of after I was told that I was going to be performing at Mentho, everything changed. Cause you know, before that day, like I'm still like, Oh man, it's never going to happen. But then the next day, like that all happened within 24 hours, you know? So like, it's so important to remember that nothing is permanent and this will help you at least some find some sort of grounding and peace when you are in these dark times, because really nothing, nothing else will help. Really nothing helps in that moment because like, you just want your pain to go away and you don't know how, but you just want it gone. And I understand that completely. But if there is any solace or anything you can hold on to, it's just knowing that this is not permanent. This too shall pass. It sounds so cliche, but it's so fucking true. And it helps me now because now that I have reflected and learned to integrate that, I can preemptively tell myself, hey, this is not fun and this is not going to be easy, but but remember that it's not permanent and that you can do it and you can make it. Number three, honoring your seasons is equal to your success. And I already did a podcast about this because I think like when I realized all of it, I was just like, holy shit, I have to tell everyone. But it's, I do have something in my human design that's like um, related to cycles and nature And so I've noticed about myself, I really enjoy kind of the parallel between our human lives and then kind of like nature existing outside of ourselves. One, because it's all the same, I believe. Um, But two, it's, it's so true. If you have a period 
we kind of have the same thing going on over the course of a month. We have our own seasons based on different hormone levels. And it's just such a powerful way to relate to things because when I can know that I'm in my winter and what I perceive winter to be is like really cold, not moving, just still, just getting rest and just staying warm. If I can know that I'm going through one of those phases in my life, I know, okay, if I'm getting in winter, then I need to really just lean into this idea of rest and lean into this idea of recharging and recentering myself. Same thing with like spring or summer. Spring is all about kind of beginning these new these new growths and creating and you know blossoming kind of that 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 journey that process of becoming a beautiful flower and if I can know that I'm in my spring then I can be you know confident in my energy and just like mindful that nothing is permanent the spring isn't going to last forever and I will get to soon see the fruits of my labor but It's just been such a helpful thing for me to honor and know like you can't have your year without, you know, the fall or the winter or the surrender or the letting go or the shedding layers. Like you have to take the good with the bad to create this whole unity, but you are going to be creating a lot of resistance if you are like, nah, I don't need to rest. Nah, I'm just going to keep working. Nah, I don't need to shed these layers. I can just keep adding on these layers and then I'm just going to be so burnt out. And I think really just like being able to identify, hey, you're in your winter. This is going to be, this is like a part of the journey. This is something that happens cyclically and it's something to be mindful of because remember how burnt out we got last time. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and listen. It's a couple episodes ago or maybe the last episode. Honoring your seasons, honoring the season you're in. Take a listen. It's such a powerful metaphor to learn to relate to life in that way. Number four, I can do anything. This is something that I have really had to embody over the last year because Growing up, I probably had the belief system, I can't do anything. I can't do anything right. I have shared my experience with this, you know, negative voice condescending and criticizing me, but really, really learning to be intentional about my words and what I choose to say and choosing to know innately that I can do anything has been such a powerful thing and it kind of just all goes back into this idea of trust and faith that I am a part of this higher consciousness this universe this thing that is outside of me but also inside of me and so it's like it's kind of like how in the Christian um, literature or Christian ideas and practices that you don't have to carry it all like God will help you. And I think that is something that really clicked for me kind of looking at the similarities and just like the intentions behind some of these Christian ideas. But we really are in this 
co-creative relationship with the universe. And it's cool because we feel like we have to do it all, but we can actually do what we're capable of doing and let the like, you know, kind of not as tangible physical things happen behind the scenes and trust that there's something that's happening, you know, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain, um, Wizard of Oz, if you know, but just knowing that and knowing that you don't have to carry it all lets you take a deep breath. And it also like, okay, cool. I have a teammate. I have someone who's helping me. I have my higher self who's got my back. I can do anything. I can literally do anything. I also realized this when I had set my mind to playing a music festival and I played Mempho. I was like, holy shit. Like, I can literally do anything I want. I just have to figure out what's blocking me and trust that what's meant for me will find me. And yeah, it's just all these ideas are so inter- interconnected and related. And it's just, it's so cool when you get to see them all kind of put into practice. But it's a powerful reminder for you too. You can do anything. You can do anything you want. You just have to figure out what that is and how you're going to get there. And if you don't believe that you can get there, maybe figure out why you think that way. Number, what is this? One, two, three, four, five. You're exactly where you're supposed to be. And it kind of goes in tandem again with uh, I can do anything or just this idea of creating this relationship with your higher self and the universe and this higher consciousness. But this has been a powerful, I keep saying powerful because it's just like, I keep getting like wham, wham with all these like wisdoms and downloads and blah, blah, blah. But this is something that helps me to kind of like nothing is permanent. It helps me stay grounded when I am feeling like anxious and what the fuck. Because, and I've been thinking about this too. I always thought the idea of predestination, I don't know if it was like Presbyterian. I just remember it somewhere from religion class. I want to get get like more into it so I can really think about it. But I always thought there was something fascinating about predestination and this idea that everything, you know, has its spot and like our timelines are kind of already played out. And I don't know what the hell is actually happening. That's just the meaning that I get to create for myself. But, and this is another thing too, that you can kind of only get from retrospect that everything happened the way it was supposed to, because everything good and bad provides lessons, feedback, and yeah, just kind of ideas on how how things are meant to be. Let me see if I can think of some concrete examples. Um, I think that I had to undergo a lot of stress and anxiety um, the beginning, early beginning of last year, like January, February, March. Um, I had to go through a lot of that shitty, shitty stuff because I was dealing with like I had a lot of relationship anxiety and abandonment come up. I had fears of being broke and dealing with failure and dealing with what it means about me to be broke and to be 
like a not bringing to the table partner. And I had a lot of body image things come up that I'm still kind of navigating. So many, a lot of shame came up. Like so many different layers in my life were going through this really dark period. And during it, I mean, that's when time kind of like dilates. You're like, holy shit, when am I going to get out of this? I feel like it's been months, years that I've just been sad and confused and lost and like, what the fuck? But now me in January of the next year can say, oh, I had to go through that so I could like shed that part of me. And I had to go through that so I could let go of these things and these thoughts and these beliefs and I had to let go of that because that's not serving me anymore and I had to feel it to heal it. That's something that I learned from Catherine Zinkina. I always talk about Manifestation Babe because she's awesome and she's a badass. But she really said, like, when you're going through that stuff, like, it's important to remember that you are feeling it to heal it. And because you are feeling it, it is, like, trying to leave. What's coming is going. And that really really got me through last year. But knowing that I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be kind of humbles me. I think even in writing music or creating art, I'm or or even like in my Patreon, like any, you can apply it to anything. You're like, well, why can't I be here? Or why can't I do here? And it's like, well, have you learned the lessons? Have you really embodied what you need to know to get where you want to be? Like you you want to write all these tracks, but have you been practicing? Have you put in the effort to learn? No, you haven't learned. Well, you're supposed to be learning. Like, not like in a, you should have, could have, like not that energy, but just like you're where you're meant to be. So that other stuff later that you can't really see is meant to work out. Like, it's really helped me kind of suspend that like condescending critical part of me that's like, you need to be doing this. You need to be writing this. You're never going to be a good artist if you don't X, Y, Z. You're never going to make it if you don't X, Y, Z. And it's like, look, dude, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. And if that means handling my creative blocks and figuring out what's making me so sad so that I can get to a place where I can truly show up as an artist, like I'm totally cool being here. And I mean, that's also very confident Madeline saying that. And But that's something that I have to try to embody because I could be hard on myself too going back to this idea that, you know, I got to this point. It's like, I'm tired of working for other people. I'm working for two other, you know, people right now. I am doing my like day jobs are not really, they're not for my dreams. They're for other people's. And I think that I've been um, caught in the past where I'm like, shit, I don't want to do that because I know that it's not getting me anywhere. But I know now I'm learning so much about small businesses. I'm learning so much about how to build and create systems. I'm learning so much about the importance of creating a solid foundation that this, this stuff that I'm learning now is going to you know, be recorded by me and be able to be integrated so that when I do create my business 
or when I do scale my business, I'm going to know all of these things and I'm going to remember. And the cool thing is like, I'm freaking learning how to Google Sheets the shit out of everything. And no, this isn't a promotion for Google Sheets, but like if I had this realization, like I just started using Google Sheets to like, uh, it's kind of like one of those like organizer job things um, that like puts it on different categories. But like, I'm literally, this is why I'm here recording this podcast. Like I'm just figuring out organization and that's also another thing that I'm going to talk about in a second. But I'm like, where was I even going with that? Oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have even come across the idea to use Google Sheets as like a life thing if I wasn't like doing it for my job. So I really have to come back and realize like you're where you're supposed to be. You're learning what you're supposed to be learning. Just, just really just like soak up your environment where you are now. Just truly be where you are now. There's no past and there's no future. Just be where you are now so that you can learn what you need to go to the next step. It's like the idea that people, people, people are making the best decisions they can with the tools they have. People wouldn't be making decisions if they had tools that would lead them otherwise, you know what I mean? So we are where we're meant to be. We're we're, where we're supposed to be. We are where we kind of like, like we're the sum of our failures. We are where we have been because of our experiences. And I think that's something to own and really, you know, reflect on and embrace. And that's something that I'm going into 2022, wanting to create that intention of just, just being where I am right now. (laughs) Even if that's me staring at my bulletin board, talking into a microphone alone in my room, like that's just where I am right now. But because I am showing up and because I am doing, yeah, doing all that I know to do, I believe that it's going to get me to where I need to be. Um, yeah. And that's also a forever evolving relationship. I think that that probably ebbs and flows where you feel lost and it's like lost and you trust and then you're lost and then you trust and just going back and forth like that. Um, I kind of started talking about it a little bit, but the next one, what is this? Six, one, two, three, four, five, six change lies in embodying the identity you want. And I've been talking for 38 minutes, so I'm going to take a little sip, sip. Okay. Change lies in embodying the identity you want. Duh. (laughs) Like you can read that and listen to that and be like, okay, well, yeah. How do you do that? I think that this is something powerful too that I learned through, I did Catherine's MBA, the Manifestation Babe Academy program. It's like this four long intensive and this isn't a promotional thing for that, but it's also like, it's awesome. And it forever changed my life. But she really goes into, and I think a lot of people too, but she taught me that we believe certain things to be true about the person that we believe that we are and that we have the power to change these beliefs. Therefore, because our beliefs kind of create this identity, we can change our beliefs to, you know, alter this identity. Identity is not something that's fixed, I believe. Um, and I think that we we can change it to whoever 
we want to be. I think something powerful for me too is like I had to embody this idea that I am I am successful. It's not something I really subscribe to because, you know, I was filled with doubt and fear of failure and because I was like preoccupied with all those. I'm not saying like I was failing anything or failing at life, but just like I didn't truly like embody what it meant to be successful because I don't think I truly believed it to be true at the time. And so what I really learned was this identity. Let's see, for example, um, a lot of this I'm learning through like Maddo and DJing and creating art and performing, but and truly because like a version of me would never have believed that was possible. And that's wild. It's like wild to be like, oh no, I did it. And it's possible when it happened. And I'm like, uh, wait, hold on. What? So I really had to kind of suspend this idea that I am shy and I am quiet and I am not talented and I am new and I don't know what I'm doing because that was creating like this identity, like, oh, I'm a new, I'm a new artist. Well, well, I realize like I don't think me being shy and insecure is going to get me the things that I want, i.e. e.g. I've been looking up the difference between those lately and I don't know if I'll ever master it. I think what I want is e.g. No, I think what I want is i.e. I think I just like broke some plastic on this memory card too. Okay, I'm going to put it down. Um, Yes. Wait, God bless America. I was so excited about where I was going to go. And then I broke that plastic and I got lost. <laughs> ah, okay. Yes. I just knew that I had to embody this d- different person, but something powerful that I believed, I mean, that I learned is like what you believe creates who you are. And like, if I believe that I'm shy and insecure, then I'm going to be shy and insecure. So I've learned that over the embodiment, and this is something that I'm really like passionate about in um, the Patreon, but I love, and affirmations don't necessarily work for everyone, but I think that they have been so powerful for me to create because when I can start reprogramming myself to truly believe these things, knowing that I am talented, knowing that I am powerful, knowing that I can do anything, like that's when things start changing. Knowing that something's possible and knowing that I'm capable of achieving it is what leads me to receiving it, you know? Um, and this is something, again, that's ever evolving. I'm I'm going to probably be ebbing, ebbing and flowing with embodying who I want to be forever. But it's something that's so powerful and it's one of those things that it's like what but then when you have done it and you can look back at it you're like it's a lot easier than you think you just kind of have to simplify it for yourself and kind of really just like push away all the exterior that's preventing you from knowing that it's possible um and hopefully totally I want to dive deeper into this idea as I experiment more and figure out what it means for me and figure out like what my path to success is. Um, We are wrapping up very shortly with organization is huge. And this is something that I think I, (laughs) 
I joke and I say that like the trauma really like got me into shape, but like really (laughs) in order to control, because you know, when I think when we experience trauma, we are experiencing like this, like I like this, we're having experience where control is ripped out of our hands, which is scary as shit because lack of control can equal death. And, you know, I always kind of like talk about things like that from an evolutionary perspective, but I think it's really true. And I think if we're operating with these like reptilian parts of our brains, like that is the underlying, you know, like motivating factor behind our life is like, (laughs) we don't want to die. So I think a lot, I don't want to completely like not like say celebrate myself in embodying organization and like discipline but I can't I can't uh and that's another one of those things too is like I don't I don't think I'm not saying that like trauma is like that was supposed to happen to you like that shitty narrative but I do think that like that's another one of those things that I think everything has a lesson in it And I think looking like you can't see it when you're in that moment, but it's like that, that powerful retrospect of just looking at like, okay, this actually got me into gear. And like, I had been living, I mean, I'm still also learning to embody what this means, but just not really having any discipline, not really having any consistency or motivation to be consistent or disciplined. Um, this is also like, I always joke about my room, but really just like cleaning my room and keeping it clean is also a journey that ups and flows. But like I was talking about the Google Sheets, like I've started literally like organizing everywhere. Davis is organizing now too, but, but it's because we see so how, how powerful it is, how powerful it is to keep like track of what you're doing and what's happening in your life. Tracking my finances has been a game changer. Um, Yeah, putting stuff on the calendar, creating my Google Sheets, like creating to-do lists. I know sometimes organization sounds like it's going to be like boring and annoying, but like, holy shit, it has saved my life. It's something that's fun for me now. And it's something that I really appreciate because it helps set me up for success. So I think just like figuring out how to a little by little get organized, whether this is like your physical environment, your mental environment, your whole ass environment. Um, I'm, I'm definitely working on the embodying the physical organization. Um, but, and you know, I've talked about Kamari cause I, I love her, but it really is huge. I think it, I think something that I'm learning too is like by shedding these layers and shedding these things and getting rid of these things that we don't need and that don't really bring us joy like I'm looking at this stack of paper that I saved am I saving that from a scarcity perspective I don't know am I ever going to use the paper probably but like just shit like that but anyways I think I just went off on a tangent um yes being able to get get to this like minimal style I think is powerful because then we don't have to like think about the pile of papers. We can just be like, oh, I'm going to think about doing this because this is important. And I have removed all the things that have been keeping me from really like streamlining what it is that I want to achieve. The final 
element of this list that I've created. <laughs> um, it's to have faith. And I think it kind of like ties. Cool. It ties in with the first one, trusting yourself, but having faith. And I think that this is kind of like the big umbrella that's happening from which all of these other lessons kind of came because I think having faith, period, having faith that everything is going to work out, having faith that everything is working out exactly how it's supposed to, having faith that you are being taken care of at all times. Because I believe, I believe in a higher consciousness that wouldn't just like shit on us, that wouldn't just like throw us out to the wolves, so to speak. I don't really know what the purpose that we did get thrown out here is. And I don't know that we can know, but for me, it makes sense to make meaning that something is taking care of me. And when I can create that, that belief system and know that to be true, then that's what happens in my reality. I do feel safe and I do feel secure and I do feel taken care of. Um, Again, faith is going to be this thing that I think is ever evolving and ebbing and flowing because, yeah, I really do need to share kind of my evolution of faith. Um, Ooh, that's a good episode title. (laughs) Dude, ever since I've like been started unblocking, I'm just like uh, evolution of faith. Like I like must have pulled this thing out and like the river is just flowing like I started writing a song the other day and it sounds banging. Hold on. Let me check. I think the sound cut out again. I'm not really sure what's happening. Uh, It's like ahead of itself. But anyways, yeah, I just feel like I'm tapped into some well and like creative energies is flowing. But evolution of faith. Okay. Yeah, that's a good title. You got to hear my little download like right as I had that. LOL. Um, Yeah. So having faith, having faith like that you're exactly where you're supposed to be and that you will be provided the steps for what you need next. Another powerful thing that I am learning to embody is what I want and what I want to achieve and why, 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 what, what is it about these things that will create these feelings for me, these feelings of abundance or wealth or security or things like that. It's not my job to worry about any of those details. And that's where I can really have faith. I think a big thing too, and like I'm doing it right now with, uh, there's a submission for, uh, dance festopia. They're coming to Memphis and they're, they're doing a thing and you can submit and enter to win to, uh, play at a music festival in the fall. And I had to, I started getting anxious and I started worrying about it. And I was like, look, dude, remember, remember the mindset you had to have when you had Mempho? Because if you listen to that episode I shared, there was like a good four months where I was like, holy shit, I don't know what's going to fucking happen. I'm scared shitless. And I had to trust that what, if it was meant for me, it would be like, it would come to me and really just like surrender surrender anything else other than like trusting and having faith that if it was supposed to happen it's not my job to worry about how it's not my job to worry about you know when but that will all be taken care of for me and even if you don't believe that I'm just I'm just coming from a logical experimental point of view and for me 
being able to experiment, create a hypothesis, experiment, and then like look at the results. I'm doing like a shrug emoji right now. Um, I don't, the scientist in me is like, okay, well, can confirm. So that's just where I'm coming from with all of this stuff. It's so hard because faith is not really something that you can quantify. And it's very hard to embody for left brain <laughs> things. So that's something too, like I said, it's going to always ebb and flow. And I'm so excited to share my experience with it and my journey because I really, I think that was what changed, you know, the course of my life is just having this, this faith and knowing that everything's working out. Everything's always working out. If you lose your job, it's working out. I mean, holy shit, look at the pandemic. Like I would not be here. I would still be bartending like full time essentially if the pandemic didn't happen. So it's just wild to think about. I'm just, yeah, I'm going to 2022 intentions. I'm really learning to embody, just keep deepening the faith and strengthening that faith and and embodying the the identity that I want. Who do I want to be in 2022? Who, what, what goals do I have? What do I want to create for myself? How do I, how do I create? Who do I have to be to create that? You know, so I'm just excited to deepen all of these lessons and, and integrate them into my life so that I can continue to share my experiences with you and help you navigate the madness and whatever the hell is happening outside of us. But I love y'all so much. Thanks so much for listening to this whole almost hour of a podcast. I'm, like I said, super excited to be getting back into it. I'm trying to get back into my organization of planning ahead and brainstorming and just really like creating intentional time to create content. So thanks so much for supporting me. I don't know if you saw my recent post, but I just got stickers. Uh, DM me or something on Instagram if you want to get one. I'm going to send them to my Patreons who have been subscribed for a year. So let's get those sent to you because I just love you and I'm so grateful for you. Uh, what else? Yeah, just stay tuned. Keep in touch and go out there and make 2022 awesome. If you haven't already reflected on your past year and all the things that you've accomplished, you can always go to Patreon. I have a tier where I post journal prompts and the journal prompts for January and kind of last December were to reflect on the month and reflect on where you want to go for your new year. There's also for, I think I posted it last January, but a workshop that I kind of made like a little video for creating your goals and figuring out what it is that you you do want to make for yourself. Um, but with that all, all being said, I appreciate you again for listening and I will catch you in the next episode. Have a wonderful rest of your day and catch you later. This is Madeline with Embrace the Madness. Bye. If you'd like access to more podcasts and a postcard each month, check us out on patreon.com slash embrace madness.